Um, Katie, you record you, you recording, you rolling? Yeah. I'll give you a countdown. One, two. I mean, that's up. My bad. Countdown. Five. Yeah, here you four, go again. Three, two, one. Boom. Katie, Beyonce got a whole song called Countdown. You a Beyonce fan and you still don't know how to count down? <laughs> I was starting to feel like you a fraud out here. That's my jam. Okay. Seen a song right I now. I was. He kissed me in his five. We be making love four. He know I got the three. He's still the two. I'm in the one. So I'm like, nah, that shit don't even make sense, no. man. <laughs> that don't, that don't I, make like, no I sense. I don't remember it, but that ain't but look, it. Look, look, I don't that, don't even, that ain't it. All right, everybody good. Levels look good. Everybody look good. Let's get it rocking. Welcome to In The Moment. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. If this is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitch, or your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners. Episode 30? Ooh. Am I on it? made it to 30. Oh, yeah, 30? Clap it up for 30. I didn't even realize we was meeting 30. That's a, that's a big deal. That's a, that's a milestone birthday. 100%. Feels good. Okay, KK, Katie's in the building with me. Thank you. I appreciate it. How you feeling today? I am feeling good for all circumstances considered. Doing just cruising along. What about you? You already know. Everything considered, I'm okay. I'm okay. I've been better. I've been worse. I'm okay. Trying to remain positive and as hopeful as we can be out here. Bree is in the building with me. How you feeling? Like normal, um, you know, everything that's going on, of course, is a bit of a a downer, but still, just making it be happy. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 tough out here. Let's get to it, man. Listen, uh, we gotta we fighting and we have to continue to fight. You know, I want to I want to shout out all of my people, black people everywhere. We have to continue to support one another. We have to continue to fight. This is probably the most important time of of my lifetime that I can remember as far as us really having to stand up and come together and fight and that's what we're doing um to white brothers and sisters our allies we need you we need you in this fight as well and I appreciate every white brother and sister that's standing by us and fighting with us this is this can either go one or two ways as far as I see it this can be just another trendy moment of standing up and fighting for black rights or this can actually be a pivotal moment in history where things really start to change. And I feel like our generation can be a part of that. And I'm, I'm praying that that's what happens. But the message has to remain consistent and it has to remain constant. And we just got to keep fighting out here. Katie, you got anything? I, I wholeheartedly believe that this is just it's not going to be a trend. I feel like other ethnicities are listening to what the black community has to say. And for once, it's clicking in. And people are starting to realize, yo, you know, it's it's more than me. It's more than what I believe. Black lives are struggling out here and black lives do matter. And I feel like more people are just coming together as community. You know, this is this is something that's going to go down in the history books of 2020. You know, the year of change. I actually believe that things are going to start to right. progress. I agree. I this. mean, I hope with the 2020 that we've already had that this something that actually sticks out and stays um, this can be something that we can all continue to move forward with and the support and everything just, you know, we all just stay together. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, that, that this is a time that a change is really going to come. So. hundred percent. I, I gave my thoughts in my open letter this week on the Burt show. If you have not heard it, I will 
have it play at the end of the podcast. Those are all my thoughts. And when I tell you I put everything in that letter, I mean, I put everything in that letter. I really don't have anything else. I gave my heart, soul. I gave it all. So please listen to it word for word. Understand that black people have never asked for more. We've always just asked to be equal. And 400 years, we've been fighting. I mean, my entire life. Like I said, Rodney King was was beat by LAPD when I was six years old. I've watched black people get beat my entire life. Enough is enough. We, we deserve... We deserve to be able to enjoy the country that we built, period. That's what it is. And um, I don't think we should stop fighting until we get anything less. Uh, my grandmother, I spoke to my grandmother, and I also spoke to my uncle. My uncle's 75 years old. And I asked him, how does it feel to be this age and still be in this fight? And they both had the same exact response. I'm numb. I'm numb. I've gone through it too long. I don't even have the strength or the power or the will to believe in a fight anymore. You know, you, you're thinking about people who are in their 70s and marched when they was 20. They, they protested when they were 30. And 30 years later, same fight, same fight. Every generation, same fight, same results. I'm praying that this is the time when we see change. Um, I want to address a couple of things. I'm telling you right now, if this is your first time to the podcast, I'm going to be in rare form. <laughs> So you went for a treat. If you're a regular, you already know what time it is. But there's definitely a couple of things I want to address off the top of this podcast. And the first thing I want to get into is black people who feel the need to attack black people. Stop it. It's not helping. It's, it's never helped. I don't understand the point. To be specific, before my letter on Monday, I had, I had one person in particular. There was a couple people that were looking for me, but understand that. What bothered me about this particular person is they didn't feel like I spoke up fast enough, right? Because I spoke up the moment I got back from vacation. I jumped on social media because I didn't want, my whole thing was, I didn't want to just put up a post, Black Lives Matter. I wanted to do more than that, which I did when I got the opportunity to do it. But before I got there, there was one person who was in my DMs saying, um, and I wish I I didn't just delete it. I deleted it out of just like, I'm not even going to deal with this ignorance, but I wish I knew his name. But his thing was, you're going to just stand there black with a platform and not say nothing. Fam, let me explain something to you that I don't think some black people understand. I'm black for real, like in real life. <laughs> if, I, if I don't tweet on Tuesday, but I get to it on Thursday, I'm still black. I still get looked at like by the cops the way that I do. I still go through the struggles I do. I'm black every day, every minute, every second. My struggles are real. Whether I tweet for you or when you wanted me to tweet or not. But... Since we have to address it, no. I didn't want to be like some people who simply tweet others saying what they should be doing, and then that's all they do. If you was out here protesting and marching and getting busy with what you were supposed to be doing, you wouldn't be paying so much attention to what I'm doing. What were you doing? Other than just being in my DMs thinking you telling me what I need to be doing. How's that helping? To the other black person that felt the need to write me and tell me that I'm a token, as if I'm not in my body. As if I don't realize the situation I'm in. As if I don't know my struggles and challenges and what I'm going through. But I'm doing something. I'm on a platform pouring my heart out. Preaching for change. What are you doing? I don't understand why anyone believes that you're helping the cause by reaching out to another black person with negativity. How is that helping? Y'all got any thoughts on that? Am I missing something? Because I don't see how they think they're higher than anyone else in this situation. You're, You're not missing anything at all. What did Drake say? 
trigger fingers turn into Twitter fingers. It's a matter of black people. Well, some black people just think that, oh, because you didn't post anything as soon as I saw it. Like, oh my gosh, you're not standing up for the cause and culture without realizing that some people need time to comprehend, like let it absorb, you know, you just can't just rush out here with your thoughts without processing things, you know, and this, this time that we're in, it's, it's nothing to take lightly. So if I'm going to post something, I need to know what I'm posting, what the reason why I need time to like gather my thoughts but people are so quick to judge because they make social media this big and high mighty thing if you're not posting on social media you're not doing anything and that's not the case you value the wrong things i mean if you're thinking about what a token is um a token is just expected just to be gained as something that is of value so don't even think of it as being a token Think, think of it as being chosen so if you're not gonna choose to ride this journey with everyone else and stand for something instead of just making it seem like I'm against you and this is black on black like no we're all here we're all fighting so you have chosen to have your platform to be of something positive and if someone can't accept that then that's just what it is then you stay over there you keep that energy over there we trying to do something that's completely different from what we've already experienced so be chosen not token a hundred percent and and then to say that uh the ignorance in the in the message of don't let white people use you to deliver the message i clearly said in the letter that it is not a black person's obligation to show white people what we need i say that not only did i say it in my letter i've said it on the platform multiple times so it's obvious that you're not even coming from a place of genuineness and trying to help you just looking for a reason to bitch. We not here for that. That's what we going through already. We don't need that. Keep that over there because you're doing nothing. Who, you're speaking to no one. My letter was read by 200,000. Who read your message? Me. <laughs> we not the same. And then, and, and, and then fam, to the guy who felt the need to say something to me before I read my open letter. It's nasty that you was in my DMs to tell me what I wasn't doing, but you wasn't in my DMs to thank me for what I did. Where were you then? Mm-hmm. There was no message. Stop it. Look within yourself and figure out what you're doing or what you could be doing before you look to someone else to try to pull them down. Because that's never going to help us. It never has. It never will. That's number one. Number two, because I'm on fire right now, Katie. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. I'm feeling some kind of way. Now, (laughs) normally, I don't address negative comments at all. Just not my thing. Never cared for it. I'm a firm believer. And when people come at you negatively behind your back or on social media, it's typically an indication of who they are more times than it's an indication of who you are period so i don't even entertain it but for whatever reason jersey who is normally on the podcast shout out to jersey came to me last week and he pointed out now there was 179 comments i believe on this section of apple for my podcast which i had never read before it was one negative literally out of 179 comments one person had something negative to say now, I ain't mad if you have a negative comment to leave about a podcast or about anything I've done. My issue was the content in the negative comment. She, she said, basically, that she had listened to my podcast from day one. She mm-hmm. loved it. She thinks I'm hilarious. She thinks I'm amazing. But we said something on one episode about women that she felt we generalized. She didn't like the comment. And she'll never listen to me again. 
Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> we good. And I'm going to tell you why. My podcast has never been to try to please everybody. That's not what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I'm here to push the envelope. I'm here to challenge people. I'm here to, to, to make people think, right? Like, if you're listening to a podcast and you are listening to it with hopes of never being offended and no one is ever going to say anything that just might get to you a little bit, you're in the wrong place. That's not right. what this is for. We here to challenge people. I'm going to challenge men. I'm going to challenge women. I'm going to challenge black people. I'm going to challenge white people. That's what I do. That's, the, that's how you grow. You grow through challenge. That's why it's called growing pains. You can't listen to somebody's podcast for 20-some episodes, say you love it, and you for them, and then they say one thing that triggered you, and it probably triggered you because the shoe fit. That's all that was. Don't get mad at me because you tried the shoe on and it fit, Dorothy. I didn't even know your size. That's not on me. That's on you. If some caught you and said, hmm, that I felt that a little bit, then maybe it's time for change. Maybe you can grow in certain areas. Maybe you can mature in certain areas. Don't try to make it like my podcast picks on anyone because that's not what I'm about. I've never been that person, and that's not what anybody I bring on my podcast is about. We challenge any and everybody equally. So if one day I, hit, I throw a little joke and it hurt a little bit, you're, you're welcome. Now you can grow. But if you feel like Mo said one thing, that you didn't like or you didn't agree with and you, that gives you reason to feel like you should come at me negatively if i had 178 negative comments and one positive i think about changing but since it's the other way around don't worry Damn about it. it sweetheart anything else i gotta Facts. say to that did i miss anything no that's you it. covered it you got it all right boom now that that's out the way to everybody else who's riding and who's loving what we're doing over here and in the moment we love you back now let's get to the shits, man. Why did racism say to COVID, hold my beer? What the hell is going on? Because it's Gemini season. <laughs> Yo, I've never seen nothing like this. This is crazy. Ow. It's Gemini season. Bree is a Gemini. Katie, you know they act different when June get here. You, they, they are on a different level. I have three Geminis in my life right now who are on a different level. What is wrong with y'all? Like, what? Let me tell you what it is, girl. It's so many of us fighting COVID that COVID has gone away. <laughs> Yo, for real. COVID got to be pissed. COVID waited all this time and had the world by storm. And racism was like, let me remind you, fam. I've been here a lot longer. Yo, COVID was like, I'm not your ordinary virus, okay? I'm attacking <laughs> everything, all right? I can travel through the air. I'm going to tackle your toes. You can have COVID toes, COVID fingers. You can get transmitted through testicles. I'm here. And then Black Lives Matter is like, wait, look, let me show you something. All right. <laughs> so COVID is confused right now. They don't know what, what's going on. Like, I feel like that's when black people had like felt like, OK, enough is enough. We, we mm-hmm. already getting attacked by COVID. Now we got to deal with racism at its core. Come on, man. It's too many fights at the same time. It's just at this point it's a tipping point because I've seen a lot of people who are like, oh, my gosh, all these guys are protesting. What about COVID? Forget COVID. Like there's a bigger cause there. I've seen a ton of people who are out here protesting with their mask on. They have hand sanitizer. You know, they're like, OK, we, we still gonna be, you know, safe about it. But we're going to go out and protest and voice our opinions. You know, we're not going to let COVID stop us from changing the world. 
Yeah, I mean, you can catch COVID. You can't catch catch racism. So mm. it's mm. a different thing. Like, we can fight COVID. Like, they're trying to work on a virus for all of us for that. This is just simply the same thing as what Black Lives Matters is. We're trying to simply work on a virus for it, for everyone. So, I mean, I don't understand what the big deal is as far as COVID right now. I, I understand it's, it's, it's huge. It's going on. It's worldwide. But, again, Black Lives Matters has been going on for for. 400 plus years so it's just one of those things like if you have to stand for it like we got to stand for it with COVID and you know if you put a mask on more than likely you're going to be protected from COVID but it's fucked with racism they're wearing the mask so we don't know who's who so you don't know who to be protected from it's a whole different fight and and let me be clear here too we're not going to talk about racism and COVID the whole podcast because I feel like people are getting that everywhere else so we're going to have a little bit of fun we're going to make light of some things. That don't mean we don't take them seriously at all. Don't, don't, don't get that twisted. But there is going to be a back and forth. But I do feel like when people come to end the moment, we are going to address the moment. We don't run from anything. But at the same time, we're going to give you a reason to laugh because everybody needs a reason to laugh. But before we get to the laughs, I do want to ask you all this. My grandmother brought up a really valid point, and I was thinking about it. She said to me that she truly believes that the timing of this is no coincidence and that it's a lot of the looting, the rioting, the protesting, and the strength in the numbers comes a little bit from the fact that we have been quarantining and a lot of people really don't have anything else to do. So we fighting harder than we have fought in a long time. Do y'all think there's some truth to that? Mm, yes and no. I can understand that there may be some truth to that because, yes, people are dying to get out of the house. They're dying to do these things. And it's like... If I can't go out, what can I do? Well, black lives do matter. Let me go protest. Um, so I feel that, yes, there is some truth to it because how I compared it and how I thought about it is comparing it to the 1960s and now. In the 1960s, there wasn't social media. There wasn't this, that, and the third. So what were they able to do? They were able to protest, you know? And I feel like now it's, we can't go out, we can't do this, but what are we able to do? We're able to protest. So people are going out and protest. So there is some truth to that. Yes, it's possibly some people are protesting because it's not. But I've heard so many different conspiracy theories as to what's going on and why that, mm, I don't know. It's it's mixed reviews. I mean, honestly, I actually agree because if you think about it, like the news sources and everything, they don't, ha before COVID, they didn't really, well, as soon as COVID came, they didn't have anything else to post other than COVID because the world kind of stopped. So now the things that are being posted and you have the option before to change the channel. Now you can't really change the channel to not see the racism and the things that's going on with black people and black lives matters. You have to see what's going on. So you either going to watch it on TV. You're going to see it outside people protesting. Like it's, it's in your face. So it's either the time is now you have to pick a side, which one you want the side that you want to be on so i think it's covid was very tactful <laughs> in in the assist of black lives matters i will agree with that yeah I, I i see a lot of that myself um real quick to the people out here clout chasing during protests you're, you're trash stop it uh, people out here taking selfies at protests the home girl that that would just had to drill to the wall Yo. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, are you serious? Why? She couldn't even hold the drill. Like, we knew you weren't using it. Yo, and then she had the audacity. She had the audacity. Like, oh my gosh, thank you for my, thank you for your time. All right. And get in her Mercedes Benz 
afterwards and said thank you for letting me get a photo op just for instagram like you're not doing anything to help the cause like what you're not helping and don't spray paint black lives matter on the store spray paint karen put your name don't <laughs> right don't, don't we that's not helping don't do that but shout out to the people who are protesting for real who are out here uh, on the front lines for real and everybody that's on the front lines for covid still uh, you know we're not forgetting about y'all shout out to y'all shout out to that me and Bree, we, we went to take lunch to somebody that's on the front lines yesterday and she reacted as if we gave her a million dollars it wasn't much but just the, the the fact that she felt appreciated and loved we're not doing that enough these people are risking their lives every single day to save mm-hmm. hours that is a big deal it doesn't get any bigger than that shout out to y'all we love y'all if nobody has told you super proud of you shout out to my white brothers and sisters my our allies that's out here fighting for us it's time i see y'all shout out to y'all shout out to the single mothers just because y'all always dope i don't care what was going on in the world i'm just feeling real shout out right now <laughs> shout out to brie for for last week we was talking and i found out that she thought jaws was a real shark shout out to her because that's <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yo. What? What? <laughs> Yo, she ain't know I was going to come for her. She thought she was safe because it's Gemini season. Now, nah, you ain't Blast safe. Blasphemy. You ain't safe. <laughs> nah, talk about it, queen. Who, who, how you thought Jaws was a real shark? Shout out to all the fathers that are coming <laughs> up. Okay, do you see her? She said, I'm going to skip over that. She thought Airbud was a, was a real NBA player, too. Okay, <laughs> hold on now. Okay, Jaws. I did say that about Jaws, but we not yeah, going to do Airbud. What Air did she think about Beethoven? <laughs> yeah. Wow, Katie, I thought you were my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He said Airbud. I was like, Beethoven. She never wanted a dog until she saw Look Who's Talking, because she thought they talked for real. That's the kind of, <laughs> this is what I'm saying be going on with Bree. I just need, I need y'all Bree, to know. <laughs> defend yourself. Help. <laughs> because it's Jaws. And, you know, like, it's sharks. Sharks are real. So how would I not know? Like, it's fake. Damn. Jaws looked like what? it was made out of out of cardboard paper box. What are you talking but about, Bree? When I was a child, it did not look like that. It was scary. Okay. I wish a shark in real life that looked like Jaws looking at that movie jumped out on me on a boat and thought I was going to go somewhere. First of all, you're childish. If (laughs) If you're fam. Did you not? Okay. What about Chucky? Because I thought the little Chucky doll, I got one of those. And I was like, no, at nighttime, he got to sleep in the closet. And I shut the door on him. But I will admit that little leprechaun, y'all saw the leprechaun movies. Yes. I was scared of that little leprechaun. Okay. He cut somebody's stomach open and went into it. What? I don't wait. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Y'all telling me out of Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy Krueger, Candyman. Y'all, y'all scared of the leprechaun and Chucky? I'm Wait, whooping Chucky's ass. What y'all mean? Because I seen somebody like Jason on Law and Order before. It's okay. Like, that stuff. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Jason just had a mask, okay? My mother, she made it, like, her mission to make me not think that Freddy Krueger was real because she loves horror movies. So she's like, here's what's really going on behind the scenes. So she ruined Freddy Krueger for me. So I was like, bump that dude. Chucky was a doll. Like, I can cut him up. So I'm saying nobody's scared of Chucky? Like, what? Well, like, Freddy Krueger to me was the scariest one because he comes to you in your dreams. Like, you can't. I don't know about y'all, but I get into fights in my dreams and I have no hands. <laughs> I get, I be getting washed. 
What about the dreams? Like, yeah, those, and you you still falling. You just keep falling. That's what I'm saying. You have no control over what you do in your dreams, and I feel that's like true. that's why Freddie always scared me. Like, what you can't stay up. What you gonna do? And Michael Myers was ill because it seemed like no matter how fast you were, he never ran, but always ended up where you were at. I, I hated that. Like how? How? I'm trying to figure out who he didn't catch. Who he was over here walking the speed limit just. If I'm ever sprinting and you just walk and catch me, I don't want to fight no more. Like you, you got it. Here, Mike. Why didn't? <laughs> Here's me. I'm I'm handing you me. I'm but sorry. Why didn't anyone just drive and leave? They always tried to. The car didn't work. Exactly. Yo, there's a whole video game about this. Okay, the car never works. No. That's it's a true. whole video game of how to escape him. It doesn't work. The car should work. It, I'm, I just, all I want to do once in my life before I go, I want to see a scary movie where like realistic things happen and the person still gets killed. Like, that's all I want to see. <laughs> like, I what? agree. And but they I'm still not gonna get watch killed? It. Yes, because then it's actually scary. <laughs> like, don't, okay. it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's too typical. Like, they go in the bathroom. Don't look into the medicine cabinet. I already know as soon as you close it, there they go behind you. Like, I'm, you're not going to catch me with this stuff. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm not going to fall. Right, I'm not gonna have sex because they always die while they're having sex. Like I would survive. Yo, if you're not a virgin, it's a wrap for you. Yes, in any of these movies, everything is controllable. The only, well, then again, the only thing that's not controllable in a scary movie is being black. You're gonna die regardless, and you're gonna be first. We all, <laughs> <laughs> we all it is what it is. You just, you just yo, when, when I see Omar Epps die fast in a scary movie, I say, oh, it's over for black people. <laughs> Fair. There's no coming back. Even Quincy no coming live. back. Loving basketball when Quincy couldn't live. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Speaking of love, um, this is what I want to get into. So I have two wonderful women with me. So I'm prepared to be jumped. I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Yo, she said it like dude used to say it after he found Blues Clues. Yeah. One, two, three. Break. Ready. Because we're really smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand Gemini's in June, man. Shout out to the Gemini's. Uh, y'all different. Um, I want to get into men who bother women that they're not ready for. I've seen that floating around a lot on social media. Women feeling like they've had enough. If you are not ready to step up to the plate and support a woman, be there for a woman, be down for a woman, leave her alone. Please. Goodness gracious. <sighs> I mean, I just don't understand. It just seems like, I don't know if you, how you find them or what exactly you, you know, you look for. You don't find it them, just they seems find like, you. <laughs> they find you. Is it like an app where it's like good woman? <laughs> like, like they spot you and it just dings. They just appear like, like ghosts. Like that. Y'all can't y'all can't read a man like off the gate and tell he trash. Like does does are men really that good at at fooling women? Even it's the, hit or pers- miss. the persistent ones, even the the ones that are super persistent are the ones that ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's like really I can't. It's like I don't understand yeah. it. It's almost like they feel like if they get with a good woman, which just may be the case, but don't try it. I don't like it. But it's like if you get with a good woman, she's gonna elevate you and make you better no make yourself better and then come holler at me playboy 
Like, I just don't understand the process of how you really latch on to somebody and expect them to change you in a way of, like, I'm going to be great now. Like, no, go Mm -hmm. be great before me and then come find me. So y'all are saying that there are men out here with the mindset of I need to find me a woman so I can be a better man. Yes, wholeheartedly. There are men out there who's like, I need me a queen. And then she'll lift me up and then she lifts me up and I'll be a better person instead of them realizing that you can be a better person by yourself. I have two persistent trash men that are on my ass right now. And it's like, dude, do something with your life that that will make me attracted to you right now. You ain't doing nothing with your life. Say their names, full names, socials. (laughs) (laughs) You really bought that. Let me see if you really bought that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to call them out. I'm going to call them light skin. And skater boy, that's his, <laughs> I'm gonna give him nicknames, okay? Light skin and skater boy, that's what I got. I swear. And then they even add on that, like they'll find you, and then they'll go find your friends. Like, bro, like you know, we talk about y'all. Like, what are you even doing? To that guy, you are trash. Don't don't try to holler at her and the friend. That never works. You always end up looking like trash. I never understood that. That I, I don't I don't get that one. I'm with y'all there. Or it's like when the guy. You know, he's not getting what he wants from the girl that he's interested in. He'll go and reach out to her friend and be like, oh, how's your friend doing? How's she, what's she been up to? Ask about the friend. It's like, bro, can't you take a hint? Oh, girl, ain't into you. Like, why are you still pushing for this? If you're not at the level you're supposed to be and you're like, oh, I just want to know. I just want to know how she's doing. No, at some point, persistent men, you got to give up that being persistent because it doesn't always work, okay? And there's a reason why it doesn't always work. There's something that we don't see in you and it doesn't work. And we want to be nice about it and tell you we're not interested without saying, yeah, we're not interested. I think think y'all might be on to something here because I've always been the complete opposite of the persistent guy. Like I'm the guy that if I text you once and you take too long to text me back, I will never text you again because I just and I'm not saying that's a good thing. It's probably a bad thing as well. I just have that much pride. So I never understood when I would see my male friends going like extra hard. She texts me like she get back to you two days later and you you write back. I'm like, nah, fam, what are you doing? So maybe maybe there's a red flag to too too persistent almost like i agree it that's a red flag completely for me because we want you to be persistent but we want to also know that you're worthy like how are you gonna show me your worth if you still running after me all day every day like i don't know nothing about you like it's just annoying like persist that that's a fine line between like persistence and annoyance like you know if someone is into you or not you don't have to keep writing the same Hey, babe, what's up? Hey, how's your day? Like, no, I didn't want you to know how my day was yesterday. So it's no need to ask today. Exactly. If there's been three days in a row where I haven't been responding to you either in a certain amount of time frame, because if I'm interested in you, I'm a res- I'm going to respond in a certain amount of time frame. I'm going to respond quickly, yep. more than likely. I believe but that. if I take my sweet time and go on my day, either I'm not that interested in you or I want to see something different. So if you see three days in a row and I haven't responded to you and you're like, oh, what you doing? What you eating for lunch? And then you hit me up with, so you out here looting? No, I'm not out here looting in the streets. <laughs> no, wait, like, wait. that's a literal text message that no, I received. Katie, don't do that. <laughs> yes, it is. I will show skater you Skater Boy did not phone. text you and say, yo, you out here looting. He didn't say that. Yo, Skater Boy <laughs> hit me with that. He's like, what you doing? You better tell me you're not out here looting. Like, what? Yo, you rioting? Because I'm going to come through. 
It could have been at least a be safe. I'm going <laughs> to come through masked up. Did, you, did y'all hear about that? That there's that they're now suggesting that if you, you get you a little new boo during these times, that if you're going to go all the way, y'all should have sex while both of y'all wear a mask? That's disgusting. <laughs> they don't even wear condoms nowadays. How you going to put on a mask? Well, Bert said you could use the condom for both. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Wow. No. You strapped up. No. <laughs> no. So when 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 y'all about to get busy, Katie, and he said get the strap, which one you reaching for? <laughs> <laughs> do you like do you text before that? Like, what you mean? Make sure you bring your mask yeah. when you come over. Yo. Like how do Yo. you do like how do you be like, I wanna know your test results, but not those test results. Right. 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 Test results. Like cool. If, if you having sex with no condom and a mask, I don't know how to feel about you. <laughs> Like, are you safe Feels or not? Disgusting. You're filthy. <laughs> I listen. I think it's the dumbest thing because if if I don't know you to the point where I have to wear a mask to have sex with you, I should not be having sex with you. Like that that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense to me. Right. I mean, unless you usher love in this club type, you know what I mean? Uh, then no, I understand no, keeping the mask then. on. Not even then. No, Mm-mm. that's future, ain't it? No, mask no. on. Mask on. Yeah, future's mask on. Okay. Usher's love in his club. Yeah. Okay, club. okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, wait. It just hit me. His name is Future, and he got a song called Mask Off. He knew. Future predicted coronavirus. Holy, that's. Yo. <laughs> right, I'm not speaking on this. Bree, you can't. Yo, Bree, stop him. Stop Mm-mm. him right now. I Stop didn't even realize name. he was the GOAT no, to this moment. No, 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 no. Katie, fuck it, mask off. <laughs> wow. I think he was talking about condoms, though. Do it. Facts. Was he? Yeah. Facts. Well, yes. well, if we go on with Bert's theory, it's still, pre- it's still relevant. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. Y'all not going to give me future as the GOAT. All right, whatever. Um... <laughs> So I read I read a tweet and I thought it was interesting and I, I want to get y'all take on it. It said that women tend to fall in love with a man's presence where men tend to realize they are in love in a woman's absence. Mm-hmm. What y'all think about that? I think that that is accurate. It's when a woman falls in love, she she falls in love with the person that you are, who you are, who she sees on a daily it's like, oh my gosh, this is the person who's right for me. Oh my God, I'm so in love. I, what, you know, from what I've seen is that guys are like, oh my gosh, you dope, you dope. She, sh- she dope too, she dope too, you dope is a different type of dope. But when a guy is not around your presence and he's not there, it's like, well, she was better than what I thought. You know, it, they reflect then instead of accepting the now in the moment, they reflect after the fact. When you're not around, that's the time they use to reflect. So I wholeheartedly agree with that. It's a different situation. A woman will absorb you when you're around, but a guy will reflect after you're not around. It's like, that's why I miss her. That's why I want to be around her. So I think that's true. I agree to a certain extent. This is why I kind of like, 
for me, it's like I, I agree with everything she said, but I also agree with it to the level of like when you're in a relationship, most of the time the women are more prone to speak. So they tell you those things that we want you to do and that we need in the relationship at that time. Most men aren't talking about what they need and what they want until the relationship is over with. So then you had the time to actually reflect on it. And then you think about what you missed, whereas that woman has already, you know, she's asked for those things throughout the entire time period of y'all being together. So now she's ready to move on. So I think it's just about like being able to express those feelings and like, how they come out because again men don't do that so you don't really get the same type of response from a man and a woman in that regard that's fair i do think it's changing a little bit i think men for a very long time like i was saying last week or whatever week that was i don't know what day it is anymore um were raised with the stigma of you don't cry you don't you don't share your feelings you you can't really be in tune with your feelings i think men are starting to realize that that doesn't make you a sucker. That actually makes you a better man, a healthier man, a better person. So, but I do think for a long time that I think men feel what women feel while in the presence of each other. I just think men are not as equipped to attach that feeling to what, it, like, you know what I mean? To actually address the feeling what is that that i'm feeling i don't know a lot of times as a man at least for me let me start speaking for me i'm programmed to go oh no nah, i don't like that like i think of the first time brie did something i don't even remember what it was in this moment but i was jealous and i was like ill what is that what's that feeling then i pushed it down that's not jealousy we don't do that here that's disgusting and then now you have to like almost put on a face even for the smallest things like i was telling my i was talking to my dad and it was like the smallest thing. He was like, yo, back in the day, you know, and your moms used to go out with her friends and all that. And I used to watch, I used to look at her in her outfit and I used to feel some kind of way. Like, where's she going looking like that? Like, there's no need to be looking like that if I'm not going to be there. But when she would leave, you know, I couldn't sleep. I was up all night sweating. Soon as she would walk in the door, I would start fake snoring. <laughs> Baby, oh man, that was fast. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think when you feel those types of feelings, men are just kind of quick to push them to the side like nah because it makes you look less macho it makes you feel less macho but then when your lady's gone ain't, ain't no time for that macho-ness now if you want to back you got to you got to push all that aside so that's when you see those true feelings but i think he knew how he felt it's just that her absence made him realize that it's okay to lose your pride to get your woman it's never okay to lose your woman for your pride Ooh, mm. two times. Brie, I'll be hitting them. Oh, he talked. They don't baby. appreciate me. Ooh. They don't appreciate me in the work I'm doing. You know what I mean? But that's okay. Um, <laughs> you had a question earlier, Brie, that I really liked. What was your question? Do you remember? What's the best relationship advice someone's ever yeah, given to you? Yeah, so that sparked the debate, Katie, and I'm interested on, on your opinion on this because this was either the best advice I ever got or the worst, and I'm honestly not sure, but... I think that some men can be a bit territorial when it comes to women, right? Almost as if a woman is like your property, which is why I think some men, again, some, I don't want anyone else to feel like I'm generalizing and to walk away from the podcast. Some men, <laughs> um, I think the jealousy, the controlling, the rage, Sometime it can come from you feeling as if that's my woman 
she should behave a certain way. Some men, right? Now, I had an old head once tell me when I was younger, youngin, you have to realize this early and fast. She is never yours. It is just your turn. Now, that did some good in my psyche because it made me realize that I can't ever treat a woman as if she is my property. I cannot ever expect that she won't move on if we were to break up. Because, you know, sometimes men see her move on. How could you? It's only been 30 years, damn it. How could you move on, right? (laughs) And it's like, fam, you know, like, but you realize, okay, she loves you. That doesn't mean that you're the only person or thing that she will ever see or love, right? But then the other end of that is when you're with someone, it makes it a little hard to love them to the max because you like, well, she might be, she might be over me and off me in two months because she ain't mine. So there's a balance there that I've struggled with. And when I had this conversation with Bree, I was like, you know, I got to always remember that it's just my turn. And Bree didn't like that. She was she was almost offended. What do you mean it's your turn? No, it's not. I'm your woman. That's not the case. And we had a a, a, a healthy debate about it. And Bree, you can give your your take on it. But I really still to this day don't know how to take that advice because I don't know if I don't I don't want to say property because that's a bad word, but I don't know how women even want to feel in that regard. Yeah, so I just I was looking through different things because the difference is it's a difference in being like a possession and then someone like having ownership over you. Like I want to still feel like as my man, you're my protector. You look out for me. You care for me and all those ways like I can look up to you and, and still have you in that way. But I don't want you to necessarily own me like I want it to be where I'm yours against the world. But in our home, I still want to be my own individual. So it's just the way that it's worded. It sounds as if like you're not giving 100 percent to the person that you're with versus okay, we couldn't be together tomorrow. It's, it's Hearing it sounds negative. So it's hard to like take that in as a positive thing in a relationship. You're absolutely right. So it's, it's finding the balance and the happy medium. Yes, currently I'm with you. I'm your woman. But at the same time, I'm my own. You know, I'm independent as well. You and I combine make a different force but I'm independent as well. And don't let your insecurities get in the way of, oh, that's just my woman. I don't want her doing this or that. Because when I feel like when guys start doing that, they're letting their insecurities get in the way of the what ifs. What if she does this? What if she goes out and you know, does X, Y, and Z? You're letting your insecurities get in the way instead of realizing that, yo, that's my woman. I respect her. We here. We here together. So I'm going to let her go and do her thing type of thing. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I respect that. Yeah. It makes sense. Now, the only thing I'm still confused about is when Lil Wayne said he wished he could be with every girl in the world, <laughs> okay. right? And then I uh, are you like Shaka Khan told me that she was every woman. So is is one woman every woman? Is it all in you or <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay? Something like oh, okay. That. So so you know like. This is my analogy for this. Why do you have an analogy for some shit I just pulled out my ass? Because, because this is what you do. You match okay, shit with shit. Okay. okay? So I'm a queen and I got my palace. You're a king and you have your palace. But us as king and queen together, it's a kingdom. 
So I'm still going to rule regardless, but I want to rule as a unit. Got it? I think so. I think so. It's like, it's, it's, it, mm, it's tough because it's, I mean, I don't even know. I'm almost at a point now when I hear a man go, that's my woman. I don't know whether to be like, go ahead, King, or to be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> He's wild. I don't. I really don't. It's. It's a. I don't know how to look at it anymore. I need to see the eyes. When you say it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like is it, it that's my woman, woman, or is it? Yeah, that's my, that's my baby. You know, like it, which it, one? But <laughs> 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 we said the same thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what if it's like? What if it's the way Usher said it? There goes my baby. Okay, that's the greatest Ooh, song ever. Y'all yeah, like that. Look at you. Yeah. See, I, mm-hmm. I feel like if I said that, Brie would mush me. Like, <laughs> move. <laughs> <gasps> but she would. She, no, 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 no. You think that, but I feel like, Brie, correct me if I'm wrong. When women do stuff, it's like, oh my gosh, you ugly. But it's like, you really cute. <laughs> See? <laughs> Wait. You really cute. This I what, just say you this, ugly, but you really that's cute. That's a fact. This is what women do. <laughs> this is why men, this is why we confused again. out here. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's like, oh my gosh, I hate you, but I really love you. I did it to you today. I was like, uh, you missed a little spot on your haircut, but it's cute. Though. See, like, I did it. It's not cute I if did. I missed the spot, but it's there though. Like, it's still it support. Is, so she wants to point out the flaws while don't saying right. that. Don't point out the flaws. the flaws. That's not necessary. She no, loves the like, flaws. All right, so mm. let you know don't what. Just here, yeah, let's talk about it. Why? Why y'all never want to? Why y'all never want a man to to strive? Right, I told Bree. I said, "Yo, Bree, I'm ha- I'm having that kind of week. I'm feeling good. I think I'm a run." And she said, "Outside? No, I'm talking about president, fam. Like, <laughs> support your man. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm trying to activate. Why is she talking to me like that? Katie is no support. She's like, nah, I gotta keep you humble. You out here doing too much. You doing too well, and like people think you the man. I gotta keep you humble so that you don't think you could go nowhere. What what's, what's up?" That Big feeds fact. back into what we literally just talked about. That oh my gosh, you ugly, but you cute. It's like I, I'm gonna bring you down a couple of notches by saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this is a mess, but I like it." So, see, <laughs> it's, it's this whole different yeah. story. It's nah. both, but then it's also like I have to understand that my job as first lady would be like him coming to me and be like, "Babe, I'm tired of these people," and then I'd be like, "Uh, you wanted to do this, you know?" See? Like I understand true. my man's limits. That's what it is, oh. and it's. Like, using see, all the Usher songs. Now we at No Limits? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, I was I was talking. I wanted to run Katie and Bree said she, I can't run because she need to be able to show leg. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm dealing with, I, man. Baby, I got to get these point, summer things okay? off. Because as first lady, there are different set of rules for you to uphold and live by you have to be the classy woman this is nasty okay. y'all are just as bad as my fifth grade teacher that laughed at me when i said i wanted to be president one day y'all y'all it's the same thing y'all are on the same list no. as miss mansoor okay no that's i do something different than her uh, huh no i do something different than her don't put me she in her was together disrespectful okay was she white okay. she was but that that wasn't the problem the problem was her breath she had the coffee breath, and she didn't understand personal space. And then you gonna tell me I could never be president? And your last name Mansoor? Like you not, you not about to ruin my dreams. She was on a different level, okay. That pertains to the Black Lives Matter mu- movement. She's on a different level. You're right. Okay. 
See, she stomped on your dreams. What I'm trying to do is just halt them. Like, you Yo, know, that's a nasty statement them. to make. That is a nasty. And this is why if you are single, be patient. Wait your time. Okay. <laughs> your queen your will queen arrive. Your queen will arrive and crush your dreams. You just wait your time. I do want to speak to the people who are going through a breakup right now. If you are listening to my podcast, you're going through a breakup. I know it's a tough time. But here's here's a theory, man. Shout out to you. Hold your head up because I'm going to tell you something that I truly believe and I don't think anyone else has ever spoke on it. When I sat down one day and I thought about the process of going through a breakup, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. You're breaking a habit. You've been with somebody for some time. Sometimes it's a pride issue. Sometimes it's just simply now you don't know what to do with your life and your time because too often we get caught into somebody else and we think that there's no life without them. Right. But when you look at the history of breakups, I would go as far to say probably 80 to 90 percent of the time your life gets better it may take some time i'm not talking about immediately but it may but a lot of time you find someone better more suitable for you that was really waiting for you and then you realize that that relationship you you were in was merely a lesson i'm not saying every time but i'm saying if we start to focus more on how many people actually become better people and find themselves in better situations through breakups i think it would make it a little easier and break the negative stigma that is attached to a breakup okay but see then again like it just depends on who you are because like sierra she leveled up right but then you got (laughs) reggie bush reggie bush he like got a kim kardashian look-alike so it just depends on what you want to find a look-alike I mean, but we don't know if Reggie Bush leveled up or not. I, I, he might, he might be healthier on the inside with his new woman. That looks just like his old woman. First of all, Reggie Bush is so disappointed in being one of the best. I mean, he looked like a video game in college football. Then he went to the Saints. He ran through one hole, and we have not found him since. He is not focused on who he's in a relationship with. Okay, I'm gonna tell you that right now. Reggie Bush's career is in a bush. But that's not the point. (laughs) That's not the point. I am trying to give some hope to all of my people right now that are struggling in a toxic relationship or are going through a breakup. I promise you it's not the end of the world because I remember being young and thinking, oh, my God, I am never going to be okay. This is it. I am dead. And it, 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 (laughs) I mean, you really take it like that. You really think. It's over. But I watch people, if you watch people go through breakups in their 50s, their 60s, they be over it in three days. (laughs) Right. They already been through so much. It's so crazy how they bounce back. Like, oh, I'm good. Ain't nobody worry about Velma. (laughs) (laughs) But you've seen so much of life at your 60s and 70s and 50s, whatever. Like, you're not not really tripping over that breakup because you could... You know, pass away That's tomorrow. What I'm so. My aunt had all of the bells and whistles on eHarmony so fast. It, it, was in, it was incredible. I was like, you see, the older you get, the more you realize breakups are really not the end of the world. It's a mystery of that. I feel like the older you get, you see everyone for their filth. You're like, ah, oh, you were trash. It's okay. You see the realness in people quicker, and you're on it. You're like, oh, trash, trash, trash. Oh, you might be nice. You know? So it's easier for you to differentiate of who's real and who I think is worth my time at an older age. So let me ask y'all this. And I guess it's going to be different for the question will be different for the both of you because y'all are in different situations. So 
I'll separate the questions. Bree, my question to you is, now that you're in a happy, healthy, extremely wonderful relationship with the most incredible mm. man that you ever <laughs> imagined you would find, what would you tell single Bree who was waiting to be in a relationship? Give give something to the women out there who feel like, yo, COVID is out here and this dude is still acting like we got all life. Like, what's up? First of all, talk your shit. Thank you. Okay. Um, I would just say be patient. I mean, because in all actuality, like all these things are going on. But in the same time, you can focus on yourself. You know, you can get your own goals together. You can get your career back in order. Go to the gym. You know, you can't go out right now, but you can do chats with your friends like just focus on those things that are important to yourself so when you get to that relationship like you're ready to receive the things that are going to come with it because you're going to have to compromise you're going to have to um have kind of uncomfortable conversations that you're not necessarily looking forward to um relationship me should have taken some of this advice from single me now like i should have swapped and taken some of the advice because Although you always feel like you're ready for a relationship, you're never really ready. It's just that person is worthy enough for you to commit to. And that's what happened between me and my significant other. And I mean, I just would say take the time, like get to know yourself and then you can get to know somebody else. First of all, that's, an, that's amazing advice. Well, well, well said. I think it's fair to uh, limit people's expectations. It might not work out for you as well as it did for Bree, because I mean, whew. But, <laughs> yo, oh, my favorite moment is to brag on myself because the 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 level of disgust that comes across Katie's face when I do it is is by far. Can't wait yo, to get off here. She looks right. like, oh my god, I can't take it. And like, uh, why? But no, that all jokes aside, that was amazing. Katie, single you, when you look back at relationship, you is there anything that you would tell? Relationship, Katie. Of course, it's that realize no one feels the exact same way you feel. You know, you may want to be loved a certain way, but that doesn't mean that someone else wants to be loved that exact same way. So feeding your feelings on someone else is not something that you should do. You should take time to analyze and understand the other person's feelings. Because when you're in a relationship, it's not just you. It's two. It's two of you. And it's different people, different mindsets and relationships. So take a step back to be more considerate, you know, more thoughtful of another person's feelings, regardless of you. Don't be selfish when it comes to relationships because it's not just you. Yeah, that's there. And you know what? I thought about something even else that I wanted to add to, like thinking about me in the sense of like um, and even the sense of you, like people the the previous girl or whoever anyone else before me they might not have gotten the Maurice that I experienced so their their story may be completely different from mine versus you know someone else their story may be completely different from yours so you you get to like legit put those experiences into play and bring a better you into the relationship and I think that that's been a you know, a, a main objective for me and you, like a, a goal that we both are able to accomplish by saying, I don't want you to say, oh, 
this is what happened before or, you know, like anything bad in that way or someone else saying that. So I think that that's a thing that I thought of as well. I think that was actually uh, amazing advice from both sides, seriously. And to touch upon what both of y'all are saying, but uh, exclusively Katie as well, like love language. That's big for any couple. Learn and understand love languages, man. That will save you a lot of trouble. Everybody, I think a lot of people try to love the way that they want to be loved. And like Katie said, everybody does not want to be loved the same. So learn your love language because I'm a man about, I'm, I'm action. Whatever the action one is, I know Brie is more of words of affirmation. I believe that's what it is, right? So that's you right. got to know your love language. Know your partner's love language. Know yours. It'll save you a lot of trouble. It'll save you a lot of money in couples therapy. You're welcome. I'm, I'm not appreciated in these streets. But that's uh, that, that's one thing. And if I were going to give uh, as relationship me, if I were going to give single me advice, it would be relax. Because <laughs> Bree's yeah, coming. Take it easy. It would seriously be relaxed. I mean, because you you realize it's not that I do believe a piece of single a piece of every single person wants to be in a relationship a piece of every person in a relationship wants to be single and i don't think it's like oh i'm not happy in my relationship you you just naturally are going to miss certain freedoms right and you don't have as much responsibility because it can literally always be about you you never have to consider someone else's feelings and that's not a bad thing but it's also not a bad thing to be to have that gap of time where you don't have to worry about that stress Maybe you got projects you want to work on. Maybe you got dreams you want to you want to chase. Maybe you got goals you want to set yourself up for. I see so many single people just rushing and rushing and rushing to get in a relationship. You have so much time. Take your time. Relax. Enjoy these moments because relationships are amazing. But the truth is, they're a lot of work. A lot of Damn. work. So I would just tell people, take it easy. Enjoy your single time. It's going to be okay. And from what I've noticed is that people who are dying to be in a relationship haven't spent time with themselves. So they're ready to rush in a relationship without figuring out why or what they want and what they need. So when they join these relationships, they fail because you haven't spent time with yourself. Sometimes you need, you need a little bit of time with yourself to learn you before you go out and present yourself to someone else. You know, facts, it, you need build yourself, love yourself. You cannot love someone until you know how to love yourself. You can't. You just can't. I've learned that so many people get into relationships expecting someone to teach them how to love. No, you got to learn how to love yourself first. And you got to know your worth. If you know your worth, the person you looking for is not around the corner. They not going to just pop up. Know your worth. I learned that from Michael Jordan recently because I don't know if y'all know, but there's a story. Michael Jordan walked away from a $100 million appearance. Mm -hmm. That's insane. $100 million. All he had to do was show up. Mike said, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought I was the man when I turned down a $2,000 appearance. I was like, yo, <laughs> when I turned down <laughs> no, two Gs? thank you. Nah, I know my worth. Then Mike turned down $100 million. I was like, okay, I should have been patient. I should have <laughs> <laughs> waited it out. Know your worth. Your time is coming. Now, let's talk about, I didn't even realize we hit an hour so fast. I don't know why, but that felt like the quickest hour I've done in my life. It did hit quick. Time flies when you're having fun. I was going to say it. There goes my Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't even give you the extra on it. I was, I was there and I was like, uh. He was like, uh, no. <laughs> 
I wanted to see if y'all was gonna support me. See what I mean? You see? Mm, nah. You gotta know your limits. I got my two besties with me. No support in the room, fam. <laughs> it's just me out here. You see? This is why black men can't run for president. You see what I'm saying? No, your nah. word. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Alright, this is how I want to wrap up on on somewhat of a funny note, a highlight note, man. It's uh it's it's so much going on in the in the world right now. And I'm gonna give a last word at the end of the podcast, but before we do that, so I this is what I want to talk about, Katie. I prepared B. Um B. I called it well, I, you can still be B. Because <laughs> I'm B worked, right? Yeah. Be. You see yeah. how nervous a black man gets when he doesn't know if he called his lady the right name? Fam. I just, <laughs> right. I spilled my drink. B. Said, oh my. You can be B. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to bust out of your room. How can I fix this? Uh. You ever, yo, the, the one time I tried to write shake my head to Bree and it wrote Amy, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like y'all see, yo, bay on God, I was trying to type shake my head. I don't know no Amy's. <laughs> Two things, Apple, y'all got to get that right. Stop typing Amy for shake my head. Y'all going to get a lot of men in trouble. And number two, y'all got to come up with some type of software that recognizes me with the mask. It's getting ridiculous now. It's me with a mask. Katie, you know what I'm talking about? Every time I try to open my phone while I have a mask on, it don't recognize me. And I have to type in four numbers. And that's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. I haven't had to do that for a long time. I'm lazy. You know, I don't feel like typing in four numbers. It's me. I don't know what you are talking about. Because first and foremost, with Samsung, I still can use my thumbprint. Um, they got what? good pictures. But Snapchat, I don't. you right. You know what, baby? I'm with you. Because Snapchat, you can actually take a picture with the mask on. And they That's know it's you. That's what I'm saying. You, come on. So Apple, get on it. Get I mean... It's me with a mask. Apple promotes their identity and being able to be the best. They should recognize you by your eyes. Your eyes should tell who you are. Katie, you have a condescending tone right now. Don't think I don't. (laughs) I don't realize what's happening. I see what you. Wait, how do you get in your phone? Be able to tell. Hmm? How you get in your phone? Thumb. I just use my thumbprint. I use my thumb too. Oh, that's right. Because Apple, Apple, Apple been off that. Apple yeah. did that. You acting like Apple never had it. Ain't thumb. nobody tell them to do that. They can still embed that in the screen. Like if they wanted to, the way Apple hypes themselves up, they could have that feature in the screen if they wanted to. They don't. I need like, a, so they I need make a, it harder for you. You're right. I need a mask option. Right? So in the future I don't have to take my mask off. Y'all see what I did there? Let's not All do right, the eyes future. one because it's gonna be a girl. <laughs> it's gonna be a girl opening your eyes at nighttime. <laughs> like trying to get in your phone. So don't do oh, that. so oh, so if you a guy and you cheat and, and you don't want your lady to go through your phone in the middle of the night, you just got to put on the mask. Apple, don't fix it. <laughs> 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 I didn't get you right. the cheat codes for PlayStation. Fact, get out of here. But if you were smart, you would use your facial recognition with your mask. So change your facial recognition, add it with oh. the mask, so that Apple's like, oh, he just got a mask. Yo, attached to Katie's face. on steroids Boom. today. Wow. Boom. So, so basically, we stand down watching TV, and I'm like, you trying to get in your phone, and you go get your mask. <laughs> and I'm like, what you doing? <laughs> oh, man, I'm just opening That's my it. phone. Yeah. What? Wait, I didn't think about it. Bree, <laughs> I tried to give her credit before I thought it all the way through. So, wait, my phone wait. is never going to recognize my normal face. <laughs> right. Yo, See? yo, who's this? It's going to lock no. on me? No, wait. I'm the girlfriend that'll take a picture of the face and have his picture in my phone. Oh, yeah, that's wait, nasty. Wait. See, fellas. <laughs> see? 
See, this is why I'm telling y'all to prepared. relax. Take your time. She was prepared. <laughs> but just like how iPhone could recognize multiple thumbprints, shouldn't you have multiple faces in your phone? You were able to save more than one thumbprint in an iPhone. I remember that. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't remember. I don't know if I can do more than one face on my phone. I've, I've never. So if you can do one face, you can do the mask face and the face without the mask. This is just see. So wait, <laughs> my father and my and my uncle are twins. Can they open each other's phone? <laughs> oh yes, yeah. that's the thing. A twin can open their their brother or sister's phone. Well, why wouldn't they be mm-hmm. able to? I mean, because I mean they look alike, but they not the same exact face. Technically, Mm-mm. so you mean to tell me that Apple has the technology to allow two twins to open the phone, but they don't recognize me, the same me with a mask? Yes, that's a lot. Cause you you've taken away your nose, you're taking away your mouth, your cheekbones, like you only have your eyes and your forehead. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, fine. Um, now we 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 were on future, so that kind of is my segue into this debate, Katie. This is a we're about to have one of those in the moment debates. You know what time it is. You know how we do. We only debate the serious matters. Okay. All right. The question of the day. I'm going to give you a list of artists. These are all women. And if you want to think of more women that I may have forgot, you're welcome to add to the list. But I want to know as far as men that these women have been with, dated, married, doesn't matter, who has the best resume out here? Is it Sierra? Who has Sierra been with? Future. Bow Wow. Russell Wilson, 50, 50 cent. cent, right? So you get it. That's the example. My list right now consists of Sierra, Beyonce, Rihanna, J-Lo, Chloe Kim Kylie, Britney Spears, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, and Cassie. Did I forget anybody? Wait, did you say Brianna? <laughs> I said Beyonce and Rihanna, but if you combine them, then yes, I said Brianna, and I did not put Brianna on this list because obviously she would win. Now, <laughs> outside of Queen B, that's which one? Who? Which one? Are we are we going Sierra? Sierra has a Russell Wilson on her resume, but she also has a Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> if I I'm, so you huh? mean you never had you, nobody show me all the things that you can show me and, and wait, 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 wait. before we go forward I love Sierra let's make it clear see I, I do but she lied to us and and no one ever addresses this she told me she can't the first time I ever heard Sierra she told me my goodies my goodies <laughs> my goodies not my goodies and then future got her pregnant it was your goodies too that she lied and no one is called out on this. If a rapper comes out and says, yo, thug life forever, and then y'all see him get punched in the face and don't do anything, y'all call him out on it. Why nobody calls Sierra out on lying no, about her goodies? Because because when she hooked up with Future, by that time, it was about her body party and how she wrote it. Okay? Because he loved the way she ride. All right. That's what happened. Nah, Future was on his 47th kid by then. If it wasn't her goodies, then she would have known not to become the 48th baby mama of Future. And you know it, Katie. She told me it wasn't her goodies. And it was. First of all, first of all, she was not a grown woman when she came out with goodies. Mm. That's even nasty. That was her first song. Don't make that song, then. First of all, <laughs> nope, it is not. Because her record label wrote this song for her. We gonna say that, okay? They wanted her to sing about the goodies. Right, fine. 
Just like Aaliyah had to sing AJ number the number. Mm. Mm. We, gonna, we know who produced that. Don't do that. That's all don't I'm bring, saying. Don't bring the saying. queen in this. Mm. Don't you I'm dare bring saying. Aaliyah in this. I'm just saying. Somebody else wrote it. All right, it. fine. So we got Sierra. Beyonce is obviously Jay-Z and Justin. I'm not going to say Justin Timberlake because I don't know if they fully dated, but that's the rumor. So I'm just saying, Yo, Justin. if you heard the end of time and the way she looked at him. In that, the thank you, Katie. See? I love Facts. That. It was chemistry there. It was a good there. song, too, but Beyonce was over there trying to make love in a club. That's why she did a remix, all right? But that was with Usher. Yes, but still, she got a remix. She also got fam that sent her prom picture that we don't know who he is. But I know by far he's the most depressed man in, in America. <laughs> I think he was the homeboy before Jay-Z because Jay-Z rapped about him in a song. Why did Jay do that? What did he, which one? Lost one? <laughs> it, it, no, no, it was on the Carter's album. He was Didn't like, I bet her? the dude ruled the day. He lets you run away. Oh, talk, Jay. Uh, okay, okay Katie. Carter. Katie J. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, that's what he said. That was his bar. He said, I bet dude rude the day that he let you run away. It was on the Carter's album. All right. So are we going Rihanna? Who is it was tied to uh, Breezy, uh, Drake, a uh, billionaire guy that got in the way. But I'm happy he did because then I found Bree. Um, you know, Rihanna gets hers. <laughs> so. So you are you going? Wait a minute, because J Lo is in there. J Lo got all. I can't even. Ben Affleck, Mark Anthony, Alex Rodriguez, Diddy. Serena's in there too. Diddy. Oh, Serena's in there. Serena got Drake, Common. Ooh. Um. And her man now. Is that his name? Is, is his name her man now? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> what's the brother's name? I mean. <laughs> Serena Williams' okay. husband. That's right. Name. That's what he is. Chloe, who's Chloe? Have Lamar. Um, she Tristan. was married to Lamar, so she had Lamar for a while. So. Tristan, mm-hmm. right? Who? Uh, the other French Montana. French. Oh, yes, she was with French. Yep. Uh, who is Kylie? Travis Scott. Drake. Drake is coming up a lot on this list. Tiger. Who? Tiger Woods? was Kylie's. That's the only Tiger I know. No. Oh. Yeah. Black China. I know who y'all talking about. I just, I don't. He got with Kylie when he's no Tiger King. (laughs) That's true. Um, Who else? Britney Spears got Kevin Federline, Justin, someone else, I'm sure. Some model that she with now. Nicki Minaj has Drake. Um, No, because Drake said he never tapped that. And only, he said, if I did, hold on, what did he say? I never. She, well, she says she never effed Wheezy. She never effed Drake. I don't believe either on one life, of them. F sakes. Homegirl. We got homegirl. We forgot about homegirl who's, who has Floyd Mayweather and Nelly. Who is that? Oh, the one that the they're one that, now. Yeah, uh, that Nelly's Nelly is girl with. that he stole from Floyd Mayweather. And you still didn't talk about Tracy Edmonds. Oh, Tracy Edmonds got Eddie Murphy. She the Mm-hmm. Tracy got a list and got baby. She got face. baby face. She got all the '90s dudes. First of all, baby face is the kind of dude that if he dates your mom, right, as your stepdad, and they break up, you go on with baby face. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, you're leaving your mother. So I mean, he's he's it's up there. Who y'all got? He has that whip appeal. And then she, and then she engaged Dion. Oh, she got Dion, baby face, and Eddie Murphy. That's a man. If we talking NBA Jam, that's a tough that's three. That's a lineup. 
No, I think Ciara is canceled because of Lil Bow Wow. No, because she ain't never and had nobody cent. like him. No, 50 Cent, too. I'm if sorry. I'm Russell Wilson, we still got to talk about that song, though. <laughs> like, oh, what you mean no, you never had nobody like Lil Bow Wow? No, because no, 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 if, I'm, if I'm married to Russell Wilson, we got to talk about his high school sweetheart that he got married to first. Mm. First of all, and then she said, I can't leave him alone. <laughs> with 50 cents yo sierra's been oh, see she, she said i can't leave them yes. alone <laughs> i told y'all it's her goodies and then she gave away the body party of the future so i'm straight Ooh. on her <laughs> damn he loved the way she wrote it so but then after that she found jesus she hit russell with the level up yes because she she's like but she did that's what she did get married katie how she, does level up start wait. give me the very first part of level up Level up. No, level before up, that, level, le- the very beginning mean? of the song, she starts from five. What does she do? Five, four, <laughs> three. She did it. Yes, she can finally count down. <laughs> On God, I was never gonna hang out with Katie New Year's Eve if she ain't figured this shit out. <laughs> Ten, Katie, nine. Yo, it'd be New Year's Eve. Katie be like three, four, five. Yo, get her out the party, fam. <laughs> Whose friend is this? I, wait, are we? So are we? Are we agreeing? Because I, Beyonce is in the running because it's Jay Z. I mean, what are we talking about here? You know what? I agree, but I'm gonna give. I'm gonna either give mine to Tracy Edmonds or I'm giving it to Cassie, and it's for these reasons why. Okay. Mm, Cassie. Cassie was with Diddy for years. She was loyal. 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 She's beautiful. She's a. Seems like she has her things together. She left Diddy after a time and found love Mr. with a man Fine. that last name why, not only gave her the greatest gift by giving her a child, he wifed her. He did the things he was supposed to do. So she left the spotlight for love. So she kind of up there. I like, I love Beyonce to death. You know how much I love Beyonce. But. Jay-Z cheating on her publicly. So it, it's kind of like the little. Allegedly. <clears throat> okay. So that little small blemish that's there, it's there because of that. It's a type of man that he is that kind of messed that up a little bit. So if I, I was giving it, I would either give it to Tracy or Cassie. But at the same time, wasn't Diddy just as dirty to Cassie? Uh, she left him. That's why I gave Jay-Z it to She left him after after like thirty years. But she was also like ten years old, oh. and so she had to grow <laughs> up. She had to secure the back. But at the same time, I feel like no, no, no. Well, it kind of makes sense because Diddy was more more dirty because he was still love in love with the mother of his with children. Kim, with Kim, yeah. yeah. Jay-Z, okay, this y'all are turning this into a man bashing moment. That is <laughs> that is not what we're here for. Okay, just <laughs> just pick your favorite character and move on. And I y'all sleep on Olivia Pope. Like she ain't have a president in her resume. But Okay, because Fitz and Jake was getting on my nerves. <laughs> I, I wasn't even gonna bring Jake up. But 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 Fitz was <laughs> I mean, but my man was a president. She, she chose I don't know. who she needed to choose. If now, now listening to Bree, I'm feeling like she's leaning towards looking at come up. Now, if we're going resume, I'm going Tracy Edmonds. But if we're looking at come up, I know everybody wants to go Sierra, but I'm going Steve Harvey White, fam. She, <laughs> she, <laughs> she went from a drug kingpin to Steve Harvey. And her daughter popping. Like, nah, that that might That's be the biggest true. come up ever. She popping from her ways. Facts. Mm-hmm. All right, so Katie, what's your final vote? 
right, we sticking you with Sierra then. That means that that means you're responsible for Fifty Cent and Lil Bow Wow. That's just that's crazy. a nasty Look. pick, Katie. Look, she mm, at least she made great music with Bow Wow. I'm not gonna say Fifty Katie. Cent because that song was t- terrible. Great, it, you can mm. say in the music video. It was on 106 in Park. I ain't gonna say it was. Like, nah, I like do that. I ain't gonna front. Look like you was like you was fine. <laughs> like you was it, cute. It was it's the best Bow Wow ever did. Although she was three feet taller than him the whole video. That was nasty. She was. <laughs> that was, man. Oh, my God. She had on Air Force Ones and was still looking over him. But Yo, it's cool. It's cool. While I, while, I got, while I got the ladies with me, um, serious question before we get out of here. Why, what's y'all opinions on why certain uh, women artists are not bigger? Like, I feel, I've always felt like Sierra should have been bigger. I felt like Keisha Cole should have been bigger. I feel like uh, Ashanti should have been bigger. Uh, I, I'm sure there's a couple more I could think of that that I'm that I'm forgetting. No disrespect, but I mm-hmm. but there's certain Kiki Wyatt. Yes, Ooh, I, like I feel like it's a lot of female artists that when I look at their their music and how like I'm like why weren't why didn't their careers just go? Like I'm praying Ella May takes off. Uh, it's it's certain women now that I feel like I hope that doesn't happen to them. Do y'all have opinions on why it seems like that happens to women? Unfortunately, I just don't feel like they all have had the total package. Like mm-hmm. they either can sing or they can't really perform and dance or one of them can dance. Another one can't really perform or sing. Like you have to be able to do both and then grasp an audience and then like still like be engaging. You have to be able to do a lot of things when you want to be it. So that's why it's just Beyonce. I'm, that's it. I think it's a mixture of what they have as the quote-unquote and rihanna sorry brie was disrespectful <laughs> go ahead Katie. Boo. no i'm kidding rihanna's great but i think it's also a mixture of the quote-unquote what you have as a star and your representation i feel like a lot of these brands slacked in areas of representing these young artists you know i feel like sierra should have had better representation as far as who she was signed to, she didn't have that. I feel like Kiki Wyatt had a great voice, but they wanted to, you know, push her to the side because they were like, oh, she's too much. She got an attitude. But I'm like, yo, y'all said K. Michelle had an attitude and then K. Michelle thrived. Like she found a way to come back and thrive. So I think it's a mixture of the representation and how much effort they wanted to put in these artists who actually do have talent. You know, there's so many artists that could have done more. But it's all about their representation that they had and who they signed to. Yeah, I see that they wanted they wanted Kiki Wyatt to be in a group with Avant so bad <laughs> they wouldn't they, they did not want Kiki Wyatt to have a solo career, boy. She would have been a fire gospel mm-hmm. singer. That's <laughs> like, a fact. Speaking of gospel singers, if you a fan of verses and you didn't catch Kirk Franklin versus Fred Hammond, you mean yo, that was the best verses, huh? You mean Plies? You, stop calling that man a god, <laughs> Plies, Katie. <laughs> First of all, don't do him like that, Katie. Yo, Plies is the... Did y'all ever hear somebody ask Plies why that's his name? Mm-mm. It was the funniest answer I think I've ever heard. They was like, yo, why Plies? And he was like, good for everybody, good and for everybody. And and they was like, what you mean? He said, duh, ply to me, ply to you. <laughs> oh, wow. Bye. <laughs> I said, yo... That's the most ignorant, accurate thing I've ever heard in my life. It's not apply? <laughs> no. Apply <laughs> to you, and it apply to me. And he said it like, duh. What you mean? 
You from Florida. Shout out to Plies. Um, all right, I'm about to get out of here. Y'all got anything else y'all want to add? Katie looked like that edible kick in the end. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, Bree. Katie over here on lean. Play that sativa. I lo- Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, real quick before we get out of here, again, special shout out to everybody that's out here fighting, period. If you out here protesting, if you're out here uh, marching with the people, for for some of the people I know that have been in jail, shout out to my man Coast. He got put in jail for protesting. I feel you, brother. We with you. Shout out to everybody who's checking their friends. If you have racist friends, if you have racist family members, if you have racist coworkers, if they make you uncomfortable and you take the time to let them know, hey, that's not the way we doing things in 2020. That's over. Shout out to everybody that's that's tweeting, that's uh that's Instagramming, that's doing absolutely anything during the movement to support. My people, we need it. Black people, stay strong, stay powerful, stay hopeful. We're going to get through this. We will overcome. We are going to be okay. It's a new day. The first half of 2020 was trash. I'm praying the second half is a lot better. But shout out to you if you are helping in any way. If you're on the front lines with COVID or with racism, either way, shout out to you. We have to stick together. Black, white, or indifference. Everybody remember, this is not a black versus white thing. This is a everybody versus racism thing. That's what it is. And I'm, I have explained today on The Burt Show why all lives matter is a disrespectful response to black lives matter. I don't feel like explaining it again. And it's all over Twitter. It should not be difficult to understand. We are not saying black lives matter only. We are saying black lives matter also. Period. Um... What else? Anything else? Am I missing anything, y'all? You are hitting the mark. No, you're hitting it. But shout out to you for dropping these jewels Mm -hmm. and being you and being authentic and being real and being everything that was needed to hear. You were able to grasp it and and deliver it to everyone on Monday. So shout out to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Truth of the matter is Sunday was one of the hardest days of my life preparing for Monday. Uh, I had a lot of anxiety. I was up all night because I I felt the responsibility and I felt the pressure of the position I was in as a black man in media. And I did not want to run from that. I wanted to embrace it. I wanted to feel it. I wanted to step up to the challenge. And that's what I attempted to do. If you have not heard my open letter about racism and George Floyd and the protest and all of the things that are going on right now, I'm going to play it to end my podcast. Uh, It's seven minutes. But if you haven't heard it, I promise you it's life changing. I promise you it is. Um, I meant every word. And like I said, love is love and love is what we need to overcome right now. And we need everybody. We need everybody who's against racism to not only be against it, uh, but fight against it. If you are not racist, that's not enough anymore. We need you to be anti-racist. We need everybody to step up and we're going to do this. I mean, I think if we learn nothing else in 2020, we learn that in order to get through these problems that we're facing, we literally have to do it together. That is the only way. So if you're a fan of mine, I'm a fan of yours. You love me. I love you. Y'all know what time it is next week, bitches. When I was a boy, I was walking from a park with two of my friends, and I was carrying a bat. My two friends were carrying a glove and a ball. We were playing baseball. A cop car pulled us over without asking any questions. That cop pulled his gun on us, slammed my head against the window, threw me on the ground. That was my first encounter with a police officer. That blood dripped down my face and into my heart, and I haven't known what to think of this country or police ever since. My dad is a police officer. I've had to endure stories such as black police officers in the police academy having nooses in their lockers when they went back because they were trying to be discouraged from joining the force. I've sat in a jail for something I didn't do. I've had a gun held to me for things I didn't do. No one cared. I have a cousin 
I had a best friend who was murdered by the police. Neither of them were a criminal. No one cared. My grandmother told me that I was going to have to work three times as hard to get half as much as any white man I would ever know. She also told me I would have to do it with one hand behind my back. Can you imagine having to tell your grandchild that? Do you know how hard that must have been for my grandmother to tell me that as a kid? If you're not black, you get to worry a little less about your children as they get older. You get to worry about them a little less in their 30s and their 40s than you had to in their teens. My mother worries about me more. My mother will have to die with that worry because they keep killing us for no reason. We're tired. We're tired of worrying. We're tired of losing people. I've been watching black people get beat my entire life. I was six years old when I watched that video of the LAPD beating Rodney King that night. It's damn near 30 years later. I'm still crying for the same exact reason. Nothing has changed. My grandmother is tired. My dad is tired. I'm tired. Our children are tired. This is every generation for too many generations. This is not an isolated incident. Sean Bell, Maude Aubrey, Tavon Martin, George Floyd, Gregory Gunn, Samuel DeBose, Brendan Glenn, Freddie Gray, Natasha McKenna, Eric Garner, Quinn McDonald. The list goes on and on and on. George Floyd called out for his mother who passed away two years ago while that cop's knee was on his neck. That man was in transition at that point, I believe. When's the last time you've heard a grown man call for his mother? Nine minutes. Nine minutes. While he's handcuffed and can't defend himself. Enough is enough. If you have done nothing while all these people have been dying, then you don't deserve to have an opinion on why people are rioting. If you were quiet then, it's time to change. Because I'm not saying it's right. It's not, and I don't condone it. But I understand it. My people are in pain. We are tired of singing. We are tired of marching. We are tired of holding hands. We are tired of taking knees. We haven't been heard. It's been way too long. We're hungry. We can't tell the families of George and Trayvon it's going to be okay because it's not. In the end, those buildings will be put back up. Nothing we bring back the people we lost. This is the only way we feel like some get the point or actually listen to us. So listen to us because we're tired. And now black people are finally starting to understand that we are all family. We are all in this together. And if it was your family being murdered, you would want to be heard too. We did the singing. We did the marching. Now what? Somebody tell me so I can tell us so we can stop. Colin Kaepernick took a knee in hopes that George Floyd wouldn't have to. And that didn't work. I read all the negative comments about Colin Kaepernick and how people tried to make it about the flag. I hope you get it now. You're a part of the problem if you thought anything Colin Kaepernick did was wrong. And I'm going to go as far as to say if you're a black man in the NFL and you didn't take a knee with Colin because you were afraid of getting a piece of your check revoked, then you're a part of the problem as well. The reason we couldn't defeat the NFL because of division is the same problem we are facing in life. We have to stand together, period. Non-black people, we know it's not all of you. I know some amazing white people. Sit across from some every day. The problem is these cops don't know that. It's not every black person either. And until they realize that, we don't know what else to think and we don't know what else to do. Non-black people, you have to understand that we need you to understand that you will never understand. You can't possibly understand. But you can walk with us. To learn is to listen. Black people are not obligated to teach you how to care for us. Learning to Learn to look into your honest self, your true discomfort, your learned anti-blackness and your family history. Call your racist family members out. You should be just as uncomfortable when you witness it whether you are with a black person or not. Move beyond the Internet to show your outrage and your grief. Take action. Do not remain complicit. You have to be willing to check your racist friends and you have to be willing to raise your kids differently. 
It has mostly been up to us to challenge and destroy white supremacy and everything that it upholds, and it can't be that way any longer. There is no such thing as one bad cop. If 1,000 good cops see something and don't take down that one, then we have 1,001 bad cops. We need the police to start policing us from the police. If you're not black, you get the luxury of making decisions and getting judged off the decisions you make. You can choose to be an asshole. You can choose to be selfish. You can choose to be a jerk. We don't choose to be black. I'm black and I'm proud. And I'm tired of being looked at like a criminal everywhere I go. The looting is not right. I agree. I don't condone it. We have to stop that as well. But I do understand it. Pac said we might fight amongst each other, but I promise you this we will burn this place down if you get us pissed. That was 30 years ago. Tupac also said that if you put people outside of a place and they know that it's food inside and they're hungry. Yes, they're going to ask to come in at first. They may ask for the first two weeks. They may sing for the first three or four weeks. But after that. We're eventually going to get tired and we're going to break the door down. We're breaking the door down now. Being black is being judged for wearing a hoodie, for wearing a do-rag, for wearing a tank top, or for wearing no shirt at all. Being black is being told to not have an opinion, to not stare, to not be loud, to not defend yourself. Being black is having to search what racism is like in countries that you want to visit before you go. Being black is being followed around a store and being accused of stealing even when you can afford to buy the store. Being black is getting pulled over and not worrying about a ticket because you're too busy worried about your life. Being black is being judged for things you have no control over. Being black is not getting jobs even though you're qualified your entire life. Being black is watching people take your culture, take your fashion, take your style, and then take your life. I'm black. I should be able to go into a store without being accused of anything. I should be able to jog. I should be able to get detained by police. I should be able to have an eliminate stand. I should be able to defend my girlfriend from an armed intruder. I should be able to play loud music. I should be able to relax in my own home. I should be able to play with a toy gun. I can lawfully carry a weapon. I should be able to get a traffic ticket. I should be able to walk with Skittles. I should be able to party on New Year's Eve. I should be able to go to church. I should be able to sell CDs. I should be able to take out my wallet. I should be able to breathe. Charge every cop for every crime, period. No more charges, convictions. We never ask for more. We only ask to be equal. We're not looters. We didn't learn the violence from us. If you want us to do better, you do better. Period. Don't tell us what not to do until you spend that energy figuring out what we can do. Our ancestors crawled so that we can walk. And now we have to walk so our kids can fly. We are not our ancestors. We are not asking anymore. We are demanding now. We are not looters. We are leaders. And we are tired of being treated like anything less. Period. I was born. In a little tent Oh, and just like the river I've been running Ever since It's been a long A long time coming But I know A change gonna come Oh, yes it will It's been too I know.